Hey, coaches, welcome to Championship Culture. We have a special guest with us tonight. David Lovett is the head football coach at Grace Creek High School in North Carolina. He is a wing tee guru. He has been successful everywhere he's been. Uh, he is highly respected among the in the coaching community. And uh, David, we we've uh, we've played each other multiple times over the years, and you were always so tough to prepare for because you did such a great job with that wing tee, uh, and it probably made all my hair fall out. That was uh, I, I hope that's the reason yours fell out too. <laughs> all right, so I appreciate you being here, man. And we're gonna go through these questions and. Yes, sir. And uh, I know we got a lot of people that are going to want to steal your ideas because you've done it the right way for a long time at a high level. So question number one, can you give a one minute elevator introduction of yourself? Uh, Dave, oh, well, you said a lot of it. I'm, a, I'm David Lovett. I've been at Grace Creek 15 years. Uh, before that, I coached in my hometown, a little, little crossroads in Robinson County called Red Springs. Um, had some success there. And uh, my wife was uh, actually working at Grace Creek High School when it first opened up. And, uh, they, they, the, the athletic director, I met him and we talked a few times when my wife had basketball duty and stuff like that. And they said, if the head coach ever retired, uh, we'd love for you to come over to Grace Creek. And about two weeks later, the head coach retired. So I guess he knew something. And uh, then they hired somebody else. <laughs> and then they hired somebody else uh, on a Friday. And then on Monday, they called me back and offered me the job again. And I made them wake about a week and I went and then I came to Grace Creek and uh, it's, it's been a good place for me. And it's been, it's been a good, good, it's been real good to me. Awesome. Awesome. I, I, now I knew you coached at Red Springs, but I didn't, I didn't know that was your hometown. Yeah, that, that's my hometown. My, uh, my dad was sort of uh, in the, in the fifties and sixties, sort of local legend. He was the first D one football player to go out of Red Springs and uh, say they played on the state championship baseball team they had in the late fifties there. And, uh, Anyway, my grandfather had a furniture store there and all that sort of stuff back in the day. So um, it, it's a good place to be from. Yeah, it was, uh, I tell you, it was one of my favorite places. And, uh, you know, it was one of those situations where, you know, when I was there, I don't know how it was when you were, when you were growing up, but they, you know, the town was kind of uh, low socioeconomic when I was there. And it's just one of those situations where the kids just wanted to be around you. They wanted to be there. They wanted, yeah. I mean, they, well, they, uh, they, when I, they, when I was in high school in the, in the eighties, the two mills closed down in town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that, that's sort of the demise of everything when that started happening. And, uh, um, and yeah, the nineties and two thousands hadn't been, NAFTA hasn't been too good to, uh, to Red Springs because it lost it. I think it actually lost three textile mills. Mm -hmm. really that whole area and uh, yeah that's the kind of guy but but the kids were just all you know they were they were hard-nosed kids but they wanted they just wanted to be there be around you be at the field house and it was just fun to coach them there yeah uh, so good place all right uh question number two what is your definition of culture in your program well i think i think i thought about this and uh, i listened to i listened to pock I, I got two crazy dogs and uh I've, we, uh, when the COVID first thing happened, we had a dog die. My wife decided two days later, if I, if I ever die, she's going to have me replaced in a, in a week cause the dog died on Saturday and on Monday we were adopting another dog. And, uh, anyway, we got a dog and he, and he's real active. So I walk him every morning and, uh, we, I live near a golf course. I don't live on a golf course. So we walk over to the golf course, come back about a two mile trip in the morning. I listen to different podcasts in the morning, but, um, one of them I, I listen to is uh, Jocko Willett. Um, I listen to him every day, and his books are great. I advise you know, great. Uh, I can't even think. Extreme ownership. 
yeah. stream ownership stuff is, is just really good. And I, I encourage that. But I, what I think culture is, and it goes down to what he's talked about some and what the other coaches talk about, it comes down to instilling values and, and traits and habits into your kids that when something bad happens, you know, they're going to fall to the level of their training at some point. And I think having values and, and not just football, not just football, know what to do on a certain play, but if how to react in situations at school, how to react in situations in the world. And so that if something does happen, good or bad, is that they'll have a, a, a toolbox, if you will, to be able to react to things in a good way and, 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 have, and not just that, but have good knowledge of how to make good choices in life. That's perfect, man. I, I feel the same with it. You know, that's part of our job is just to fill up their toolbox for when life hits. So that that's uh, that's really good. All right. Uh, number three, this is the big question. Number three, uh, what are the three best things you do to build culture in your program? Well, um, a couple, couple years ago, it's been more, I'm getting old. So when I say a couple years ago, that means 10 years ago. And probably actually more than that. Uh, Jim Trestle had a book. Uh, come out called the winner's manual and uh, one year in the off season I read the, the winner's manual and I was like well I can I can do this and uh, we put I took some things out of his book and uh, I've, I've looked at uh, then Urban then Urban another high State guy Urban Meyer came out with above the line a couple years later and uh, probably those two books as football coaches probably have been two of the more influential books as far as culture goes for me and um uh, uh, for the, the winner's manual, what we started doing on the weight room is uh, on Thursdays, we, we, we do basically a BFS program, but on Thursdays, uh, we box five metrics running around, all that sort of good stuff. And the last 10 minutes on Thursdays, we would, I, I'd make them get a 25 cent folder. And I kept it for them in my, in my office. I had a, not a milk crate, but it looks like a milk crate. You can get at Walmart sort of thing. And they put those folders in, in there. And, uh, um, we would get them out each week and I would give them a sheet and we'd go over it, read through it. We would do a wooden pyramid for success. Uh, we did a, a lot of Urban Meyer above the line stuff. Uh, I can't think of a little equation, E, whatever, E plus opportunity equals outcome or E plus uh, R equals O. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I'm not too smart sometimes. I've been hitting the head too many times. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, we did, we went through, we just went through a lot of that. And, uh, you know, and talking about the stuff, we had a kid that's uh, this past year has been pretty highly recruited. And uh, just, you know, and I saw a coach from uh, from Reynolds one year uh, at the Greensboro Clinic and uh, the Winter Clinic in February. And he's talking about kids doing, uh, if he wasn't there, it wouldn't matter type deal. And uh, we had a coach and I, he was in my office across the hallway from the weight room there. And we were talking in my office. And two or three of the seniors, they, uh, they got – they didn't get a whistle, but they got a watch and we we're on the timer in the weight room and all that sort of stuff. And they started calling it and all that sort of stuff. And they went through and did their lift just like I wasn't even in the room. And uh, so they, they did a good job. So they, you know, they had, when we go back to, they sort of fell back on the thing, but I, I'm a believer in that book, the winner's manual that I have. Uh, we go through a lot of different things with it. Uh, and I, t I just took a lot of stuff out of Jim Trestle's book. I took a lot of stuff out of the Urban Meyer book. Uh, anything I see, I found, a, a, you know, basketball coaches can coach too. And uh, I found a whole PDF. I ran it off. It's about that thick and put it in a notebook. And if I've gone through that and used a couple of things out of that. And uh, 
over the years. If I find something, a saying, an adage, or a thought process um, for something to give them with, uh, then I, I, I do that. Uh, so probably the second thing we do uh, that's really good is we did this and uh, <clears throat> we got away from it and uh, then we got back to it, is that everything's a competition. Uh, we, um, we, we, we have seniors and, and we get two, we get, we have two football classes in the spring and, um, they, um, so we get six seniors and they, they pick, they pair up and they pick their teams and, uh, grades, they get points for good grades, bad points are, uh, takeaway points for bad grades. Uh, we play, we do competitions. We, uh, we do the, we got the big, uh, big orange ball. I don't know what you call it at the defensive line and linebackers use on stuff. We push that at each other and we'll take that into the gym and whoever gets it past the volleyball spike line wins that competition and we'll, we'll run through it. It takes three or four minutes, but we'll run through it. We do competition Tuesdays and uh, we, we, you know, it's Coach Jackson's plan basically is, uh, is that we do competition Tuesdays and we give them points. And then the, the final part of that is, is, is something that we did. We've always sort of done this, but we, we changed it is uh, on Friday, we do our core lift. But I don't. I don't let the kids go to the gym. Like if, if gym, if 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 we go to the gym, you know the other guys are playing basketball or dodgeball or stuff like that. If we go to the gym, hell's frozen over. I mean, something really, something really is, is crazy. But what we started doing on Fridays was we do the core lift, and then and what I used to do I reward them, and we get like 20, we get 15, 20 minutes playing razzle dazzle. But we sort of trick them into playing razzle dazzle. They're catching the ball, throwing the ball, learning how to move, cooperate, and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, they were, they were doing that, and they played pretty hard at it. But then we started playing for 100 points in that competition. So teams played teams and the thing, and the winners stayed on the floor and the losers sit. So there's about, there's about 25, 30 kids in class. So losers sit. And then anyway, so the, at the end of the week, I had the points up on, on – usually went to work on Sunday night and gives me a chance to get out of the house a little bit and uh, going to work, add points up on Sunday night and post them and everything. And then on Monday morning, the team that won – uh, didn't have to run on Monday. Uh, the team that came in first or came in second runs once, and the team that came in third runs twice. And they really didn't like losing because we got a parking lot. It's it's like it's about like two gassers at once, and uh, they don't like they don't like running the parking lot. And uh, so whoever loses comes in third, running that parking lot twice, and um, and so it get, it builds competition, and the guys are are competing against each other. So we you know one we we try to worry about their. Uh, their social skills and, and, and uh, all that sort of stuff. And then two, the, the thing we do, we want them to compete and, and get after it a little bit. What is, uh, when you're saying razzle dazzle, what's that, is that like speed ball? What is that? It, it, it's, 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 it's changed over the years. It, it's, it's morphed. Um, when, we, when we play razzle dazzle, we had a, a, the girls basketball coach from our school. She played a game. She came from Wake County a couple of years ago and she played a game where the kids actually shot the basketball into the hoop. And um, so we used to play a game called T-ball. And we'd get a volleyball standard, get a cone, set it upside down, and the guy had to throw the ball, football at the cone and not the, uh, not the ball off the cone. We played T-ball, but somebody stole my standards, uh, and I couldn't – so I didn't have a place to put my cone anymore. So we started playing the game where we, where we shoot the basketball. And, uh, you know, we've had some – we've had – so it's, it's one step – throw you get two when you're running you got two steps to stop when you catch it um it's sort of like hand, handball 
and uh, except they got put in the bat and they have to shoot it in the basketball. And some of them are really good. Some of them are better shooting a football than they are a basketball. And uh, we've had some kids dunk it, and you know, as people get dunked in the fa- on the face. And uh, we had a kid that uh, had commit actually went to Clemson and a couple years ago, but then a couple more than a couple years ago. It's been about seven years ago now. And he dunked one from the free throw line one time, and everybody ran out of the gym and all that sort of stuff. So you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's it's a chance. I mean, they just get they have fun for 15 minutes, and uh, they really get it. They really get after it, and, and they enjoy doing it. And like I say, it's a reward on one hand because they get out of the weight room for a couple of minutes, and then two, but they're still competing for that thing because they don't want to run on Monday. How do you, and you find? And you find out, and you find out who run, and you find out who wants to compete in that too. How do you how do you pick your teams? Oh, uh, the, the captains pick the teams. Okay, and, and they, so, once they pick them, they keep them. They keep them for the year, and they and they they try to do two things. They try to get good. They got two main focuses: is they want somebody that's going. We play that. We get the tugs too. We get the tugs out on Tuesdays too. Sometimes we do a different game each Tuesday. They uh, they they want somebody that can win the tug of war. They want somebody that can make A's, and they want somebody that can help them in razzle dazzle. And uh, that and so you know they try to get some well-rounded kids and and all that sort of good stuff. How's the, how are the tugs? Is that one-on-one? Is it multiple? Uh, we, we generally do it. We generally do it one-on-one. I, you know, what I'm talking about with a tug, right? That's mm-hmm. uh, it's just like a round thing and it's got two handles coming off each side of it. And, uh, and I think it's actually called a tug. Okay. And, uh, and it play is play, tug, play tug of war with it. And uh, we'll let, like, we got a kid, a kid right now, Crockett, who he's a, he's a house and we'll put two kids against him to make him work. And, uh, he um, so yeah, we 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 we'll, we we'll just we just go out there and, and we get after a little bit. We used to have a tug of war road where um, um, we'd play team against team, but it got broke at some point, and so it, it's gone. So I haven't we have to excuse me, PE department hadn't bought a new one yet. Well, that's awesome, man. I now I loved Above the Line. That was like my favorite book of all time. I've never read the winner's manual, but I've had another coach say that that's a great one. So I'm going to, the winner's manual. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, probably the very first book I ever read and, I, and I, I'm old. I mean, I, I go back I'm old, a coach that coached me in, um, in high school and college. And when I was in college, I actually helped out a little bit at Red Springs and I really didn't help out. I just got in the way and I'd help break down film on the weekend and stuff like that. But he had the bear, he had bear Bryant's book on winning football. And and Barry, and it was wrote, written in 1962, and he let me read it, and he he let me borrow it, and I and I gave it back to him. I ended up buying another one, but uh, later on. But Bear Bryant's book on winning football is, is you know, some of the X's and O's terminology. It's, it's, well, some of it we still do today. The numbering system, like the defensive line number system, we're still doing sky and cloud coverage. We're still doing a lot of. I mean, it's like the it's like the Bible that people don't know is the Bible of football, and uh, it it really is. It really is. I mean, and he, and he gets in there in cultures. He's got rules for assistant coaches in there. What type of man you want for an assistant coach? And it's, it's just a, it's a it's a great book. And uh, and and that's probably the first one. And then another book. You know, and I'm, I'm a wing T guy. Another book that's even got it's got a lot of uh, at the first part of it. And it's got a lot of philosophy in it. Is uh, the Delaware Wing T by Tubby Raymond and Ted Kemsky. Uh, it's the first couple of chapters of it is. Um, there's a lot of philosophy stuff, how to handle teams. Uh, they give you the copies of their letters. They send the thing, and they and they're real. And it's something I do believe they're real big on uh, player ownership. Uh, Tubby Raymond was, and players taking a stake in the team. And I do, you know, we hear that a lot. That great teams, the players run it. Good teams, coaches run it, and bad teams, nobody runs it. So they they were real good. 
they were real good on the uh, on the player ownership. So that was probably two early books I read. But yeah, I think uh, I think the winner's manual might have been life changing almost for me because it just because you do a lot of stuff, but you don't do it intentionally. And 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 I think the winner's manual is probably the book that made me intentional about what I do and got real intentional about it. And then, um, and then like over above the line too, was another great one. It's just like a, it's like the, I hit the nail one time with, uh, with the winner's manual. And then I, we got the nail in with above the line, I guess. I think that and another and, and another book we hadn't talked about that I think a, a great books is Randy Jackson, uh, Randy Jackson's book culture, uh, the culture book that he wrote is, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a great thing too. I just finished his second one, and it's even better than the first one. I, I've got to buy it. I got to. I got to get to it. I haven't had a chance to. I got some. I try not to put anything on my credit card from Amazon. I've got some money uh, hid that my wife don't know about. And I just got to get the food line and uh, buy a gift card so I can get me one. Uh, my wife just said she heard me, so I'm in trouble. Uh oh, uh -oh. you're in <laughs> trouble now. All right, the uh, the word the word intentional I thought was the key word. You know that that's kind of the when you take that step and start creating that culture on purpose, I think that's when you, you really got it rolling. So great job, man. All right. Number four, here's a good one for you. Can you keep talking about how old you are? How old are you? I'm 52 now, man. You're a year younger than me. You got to stop saying you're too old. <laughs> All right. Uh, so question number four, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first got started? Oh God, every, everything. I mean, I, I don't know how smart I would, I, I guess probably one of the things I wish I knew now, I still wish I knew now, I wish I knew it all. Uh, I, I really did. I, I just, you know, um, when I, when I was young, I don't know if I thought I knew it all when I was young, but um, I don't know if I was cocky, but I, I do think every year I've done stuff to make myself a better coach. And I, you know, I tell the kids that all the time is that, you know, you're going, you're going to make yourself a better player. And I'm gonna make myself a better coach. And uh, you know, we we do stuff now offensively. We're a lot better. I watched this ten years ago on film. I'm like, that's that's terrible. I'm I'm embarrassed of that. And uh, even two or three years ago, sometimes. And uh, so we, we you know every year we we get a little bit better and 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 just and just polish the polish the stone a little bit more and all that sort of stuff. But I, I you know I, I do remember the first job I ever interviewed for. Uh, I made the statement that. Uh, I told him, I said, I'm not a politician. I'm a football coach. And, and that was wrong. Uh, as, as a head football coach, you are a politician. And you, and you better and you better be a good one. You better know how to get along with people. And you better know how to talk to people. And that's probably something that I, I wish it probably took me my, my, my first couple of years to figure that out, that just, just learn how to deal. You know, I think to me, sometimes adults are harder to, than kids. Um, just you know, parents and everything like that, and sometimes That's assistant harder. coaches are, are harder than the kids. The kids are generally motivated by the same stuff they've always been motivated by, but uh, you know, adults get in the way sometimes. So I mean, I, I think that might be the thing is that we are politicians, whether we realize it or not. Yeah, I, I always think the adults are much harder than the kids. The kids are ready. You just got to get the adults yeah. to get on, uh, come through the door with you. Uh, and I hope you're not saying that you run a jet sweep better now than you did 10 years ago, because uh, well, yeah, I think I think now. we do. Uh, you do? <laughs> I, th I, I think we do. I think uh, I think we've gotten uh, we, we've gotten better and polished. And uh, some of the coaches have been with me for uh, quite a while. And, um, you know, we, we have had a little bit of turnover here lately. But uh, Blake Smith, he played quarterback against you when you were at uh, South Johnston. 
he helps me. He's, he's been with me, you know, he's been with me forever. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, it's sort of like, I don't know, uh, two generals, but he, he knows what I'm thinking. I know what he's thinking. And, you know, we've been around each other a long time. So, uh, yeah, it, it, we, we have gotten better at it over the years. I hope we have anyway. If we haven't, we, we shouldn't be doing what we're doing if we're not getting better at it. I, I definitely wouldn't want to play you because you were super good. You were you were uh, level 10 back then, so I hate to see what level 15 looks like. All right, last question, man. What's your contact info, and do you have anything you want to promote or talk about at the end? Uh, not, not really. I promote. I've, I've had a chance to – I got to speak at the National Wing Tea Clinic and all that sort of stuff last year, and I enjoy doing that. So if anybody's looking for a clinic speaker, I guess I could could help with that. Uh, although our off season this year, our season is going to be a lot of people's off season. Uh, so that might not be good for me. Uh, uh, my Twitter is at coach Lovett, Uh, and, uh, my email is, uh, D as in David, uh, E is my middle, my middle initial. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's a good, it's a good middle name. And then love it. L O V E T T E at gmail.com. And uh, if anybody has any questions or need anything, or I've got the, I've got the Bear Bryant book on PDF. If anybody want that Bear Bryant book, I copied it in the um, in our copy machine. We got a, our copy can make PDFs. So I didn't have to copy. I just had to make make PDFs. So I made a PDF of that Bear Bryant book and uh, well, it's I out of print. Copy, I want to copy of that one. I'll send you my email. I'll I'll, I'll send you that. And uh, uh, you know, if anybody needs, if I can help anybody in any way, or uh, and I've got my winners. What we do in our winter manual, I pretty much have got it in a folder on Google. Uh, on Google Drive, I can send you a lot of that stuff too. I'll be more than happy to share it with you. And, uh, you know, somebody, uh, it's a Jocko Willink thing, uh, you know, what he said is uh, that, you know, he had mentors growing up and all that sort of stuff when he first was in the service. And people helped me. Al Britt was somebody that helped me with the wing tee back in the day. And if I can help anybody with culture or, or the wing tee or anything, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to pass along the torch, so to speak, a little bit. So I'm not ready to quit. I'm ready to pass on the torch to somebody else and help them uh, hopefully be a, be good at what they do too. Hopefully I'm good at what I do. Well, you're, you're definitely going to have some guys. I'm going to put your Twitter in the, uh, in the show notes and, and you'll definitely have people uh, wanting to talk to you, especially when you threw the magic word in there. Wing T, you know, you're going to have, you know, you have them contacting you now, but man, you did fantastic. I sure appreciate you doing this, buddy. All right. No problem. I appreciate you having me.